Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so pumped. You are spending your November, your December, the end of the dumpster fire of 2020 with us. I'm so pleased to introduce my guest co-host. Well, Miss Abercrombie is on a maternity leave having that baby girl. And it is the one, the only Ashley Island. Ashley is a... You guys say hello to the people. (laughs) Say hello to the people. Hey, y'all. Ashley is a pastor and preacher at Mars Hill in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which that's been busy, girl. You've been busy up in yes. the Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yes, we have. That <laughs> and is she, correct. She's the author of Humankind, which is such a gift. It's such a gift to you. It's such a gift to you, listeners. You need it. Mm. You need it. You know what? Ashley, yeah, I should have to pump you up, and this is like at the risk of flattery. I'm going to say it. I, 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 I put you in the same space and and the way I listen and open up my soul and just let that chest cavity open and let your words sink in is Eugene Cho like that's where <gasps> you're at for me yes I need you to know really that. oh my goodness yes no. girl yes brother Cho brother hey Cho. Eugene Shoo. hey Eugene Eugene and I went to Rwanda together you did not stop um, it back when the world wasn't broken and you could get on an airplane oh, and yeah. not have to figure out like is this going to be is this going to be the end for me like, we went to Rwanda together, and he has just been such a formative voice in my entire family's life. So that is a <sighs> massive compliment, and I receive it, and I am humbled. Thank mm, you so I mean much. That's so, that's so kind. Thank I you. I mean it. Yeah. Ashley is also married, and she has three babies, and she's an adoptive mama as well. Mm-hmm. She is a busy girl. Girl, are you a three on the Enneagram? I am not. I'm a three in unhealth, so that should tell you something, maybe, <laughs> if... <laughs> If that's the first thing you've noted, then maybe I should call my therapist <laughs> right now. Or your Enneagram coach. I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, that's right. I'm an, I'm an Enneagram six, but I'm <gasps> counterphobic. Oh. And so this means I get mistyped as an eight quite often. But in really? Unhealth, I, I wouldn't put three, you at an eight. Yeah. I would not put you at an eight. Well, maybe really? we just should spend some more time together. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Because my my husband is probably listening right now. It's like, oh, oh yeah, she she's a <laughs> she's a fiery one that that actually. <gasps> but he's a, he's an eight on the enneagram too. So we oh, have just really on, yeah, honest, honest, a spirited conversation in our home. It's spirited. awesome. Spirited, I like that. Spirited. Yeah. My spirited. husband is a two, and he goes to an eight in stress. And I'm like, who are you? I can't mm. work with this. You better fix yourself mm-hmm. before we have a conversation. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> I feel I like say, though, what he's I, telling me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I am a I'm a three on the Enneagram. My husband's a two. And according to the Enneagram Institute.com, we would make a great political couple. So in another life, if I could ever handle people destroying me for a living, I think that would be a great idea for me. <laughs> Girl, go ahead on. You like know just what? go try that. Like Shoot. listen, at this point, Tiffany for all the things. Just well, that guy in Kansas in there, is the girlfriend. QAnoner, and he just got a seat. So I think is, there's room for everybody. 
you know what? The door is open for We need some strong, inspirational, wise. We need you in there. I just, mm. go ahead. You and your you husband. Know, I got I to gotta hit that on. bipartisan. I got to hit that bipartisan life. I think that's more. That's right. <laughs> that's more that's right. I'm headed. A judge. Yeah, create that, something there new. There we go. Yeah, I'll be a judge. Create something are, new. That's what I'm an advocate yeah. for. Create something new. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, speaking of creating something new, think about the fact that the French government currently in power was created in like what, 2016, 2017? That political party was created you just a few years ago. Yes, I was just reading about this. Yeah. And I, you know what, that gave me so much hope because we are not, I think there's beauty in honoring history and critiquing history and having the license to move ahead um, with adaptability. Yeah. I don't think we're stuck. No. And if we look around the world, other people are leading the way and showing us that we can still be creative. We can we can still admit when we're wrong. We can mm-hmm. attempt to create something new out of really broken and imperfect things. And so um, shout out to the French. Uh, merci beaucoup merci to all beaucoup. of you for giving us um, a picture of yeah what innovation and um, creativity looks like. Bravo. Also, they gave us that fine man from Emily in Paris. So, I mean, they just—it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yes. And and wine, and wine, and so cheese. Much. Cheese. Yeah, All just the things. Uh, yes, girl. Just okay, like my board right uh, now, in Jesus' name. My <laughs> my literary agent lives in Paris, and she mm. posts pictures every Wednesday of her two-year-old eating croissants every Wednesday. <gasps> yes, oh it's gosh. called. Does she make Wednesday? them? Oh, does no, she no, make no. Them? no oh, she goes and gets oh, them at a boulangerie on oh, Wednesday of course morning. She does, yes. Yes. And I'm just like, this this is this is ministry right now. This is a ministry to me. <laughs> Watching your cute little baby with her little fingers get at that, try to dig yes. in the bag and get it herself. I mean she, it's many of the Instagram stories are just of her trying to get inside the bag to get the croissant out, which is equally as pleasurable. But just I'm like, you know what? Croissants, man. Shoot. Croissants. Like just or just like carbohydrates at this point. <laughs> just okay. give me a carb. I don't eat croissants. I can take cinnamon toast crunch, which has been giving me so much <gasps> life right now. Why is it just, when you're on Whole30, the only thing you want is cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch? <laughs> Why is that the only thing? Nothing else. Not a hot dog bun. Nothing will satisfy you but cinnamon toast crunch. Truer words have not been spoken this day, my sister. <laughs> what is it about those magical crystallized pieces of cinnamon square goodness that and i don't even drink milk like that but i have to have wait for it whole milk oh when i eat this stuff i (laughs) i mean we're gonna do we're gonna do it (laughs) i mean that is diabetes that's like 14 (laughs) grams of sugar in a cup I'm killing myself. No, yeah. I'm killing myself eating the, the bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But I'm like, some people like the croissants. Some people like chips. Some people like, I don't know, potato salad. I don't know what your, your, what your deal is. Mine is if I'm like all the way stressed out and want to do something just that's minor in the not healthy for you sphere, mm-hmm. I have a nice hefty bowl of the CTC with whole, whole milk. <laughs> so that's, that's my confession. Oh, that whole milk. Okay, circa 2018, mm-hmm. I did. I was having cappuccinos twice a day because I had just been to Paris and I was like, I'm fancy. <laughs> 
this is who I am. I'm fancygirl.com. So I don't Google that, people. You will not see my face. But I had a, two cappuccinos a day. And then I gained 15 pounds and couldn't figure out why. I didn't know the whole milk had the sugar. And that's when You're I discovered. Like, where is this? Yes. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, where is this tire coming from? What's going on with my thighs? I know. And and our husbands are probably looking at us. Yours, yours with probably like this really, he's trying to help you. My husband's like being a little bit more direct and going like, yeah, but if you would just like eat a vegetable, we wouldn't be here. And not in a <laughs> condemning way. <laughs> not in a condemning way, but it's like if someone's going to be a mirror, be like you are eating cereal after dinner for breakfast or uh, like after your dinner every day and if we just stop that we, we wouldn't be in this position i mean ashley do you know how many problems i'd solve in my own life if i would stop having a full meal at 11 p.m like I'd, <laughs> i would solve most of them i just want to say most of them but okay like real question though tiff is this like stress like for me the stress of the past 11 months like it it's it feels like it's kicked in in a different gear like my metabolism is trying to respond and by the time we get to like 11 o'clock midnight i'm like no i'm ready i'm ready to eat another whole like number two like extra Mm -hmm. combo Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure what that is but i am noticing that in my own body of like i'm needing more i'm feeling like what i actually need in the way of peace and actual nourishment i'm (laughs) just trying to eat more I don't know if that's anyone else that's listening. No, wouldn't you say our adrenal glands are on overdrive? I mean, honestly, I think my heart rate is elevated like it's never been. I've sweat through my clothes basically since March. Like, I wasn't like this. Did I have a love for food that was maybe in the zone of, like, see somebody? Yes, but it has only been inflamed since Rona came to set up camp and the injustices of our world caving in. And the anxiety and fear, I think that it's, I think it's a real thing. And I think it's something, I mean, I'm now yeah. I'm just moving into the like spiritualizing this, but it's something that I often take to the Lord. I really do. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, the way I want to fill this heaviness with food and not admit that I am suffering or hurting, um, That's is a real right. thing. So yes, retweet yeah. me too. I mean, it's. In this past season, like I, I even had a conversation with a friend about like gluttony. I'm like, what, what is it that in the absence of us having this control, we are attempting to fill those spaces with things that feel good and that maybe mm-hmm. in a past season didn't seem like they were destructive, but now they are. Yeah, um, they are becoming the thing that fills us. I'm like, oh, we gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. So yeah, yeah. Glad we had that it's, chat. Thank you. I think, I mean, I'm ministered to that by right now. Like, girl, I mean, yes. sister, please. That was a gift. Yes. It was a gift. Yeah, that's we gotta, right. We got to admit where things have gone astray and check in that's with ourselves. It. Also, you know, I am not the same person as I was in, you know, pandemic April that I was in pandemic July that I was in pandemic on, October yes. and November. Like, I'm a different person yes. in each of those and I'm holding different things in each of those and I've got to adjust coping mechanisms and I've got to check in because it's just so easy for things to get out of whack when there is such little that we can control. That's right. It is. And there is room. Absolutely. There is room to say like, I'm going to indulge in this one way, but I I think the word for me is mindfulness. Mm. If I am mindful of the choice that I'm making, that feels completely different from me just having this subconscious um, approach 
to what I'm doing and how I'm living embodied, right? But if I can yeah. make that choice mindfully, then that makes all the difference. And that's yeah. really what we're being called to is mindful living in each moment with the Spirit's help. Um, and sometimes I feel no shame about that bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Come and other times now, I'm like, yeah. no, that's actually, you're sad. So mm-hmm. take, that, take that to the foot of the cross instead, instead of to the, to the, to the cereal aisle, you know? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yes. Um, I love that. There's there's Uh, a difference. (laughs) There is. There is. And it's also, I also want to, you know, temper that with, it's not bad to comfort ourselves with sweet things, you know, or savory. No, it's not bad to comfort ourselves with those little things. Like we have to also see that these are beautiful gifts as well. I mean, if I had Mm -hmm. to tell you what the most like ideal, most beautiful vision of like times in space even when I picture heaven, it is a beautiful meal, just home cooked, slow cooked mm, with people I love over yes. like four hours by candlelight. So there you go. Yes. I think that there's, but that's, that's not right. what I'm eating at 11 p.m. So I see where I went off course with that. Mm, <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When I'm talking about the feast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's different. It's different. It's different. All right, Ashley, um, let's it's talk different. about where we see God right now. Where we, so this is a question I often okay, ask my children um, at the dinner table. We say, what were the highs of today? What were the lows? What did you learn? And where did you see God? And so I pose that question to mm, both of us. In good. this moment, in this season, where are you seeing God? Because I think we're seeing a lot of disappointment and discouragement. And we have to fight to see the good. Mm-hmm. We have to fight to see the fingerprints of the Lord. But where are you seeing that? I love this question because um, a long time ago, my therapist, shout out to Pammy Pam, said, Ashley, you are in a place where you need to create soft spaces for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I just imagine the things in my life that I'm seeing in in my midst right now that feel like I'm wrapping myself with my favorite blanket or sinking into my favorite pillow. And that's where I'm seeing. I'm seeing God in the places that feel like provision Mm -hmm. and safety and the light and those are in really simple things like so for example um i am really loving watching my baby girl learn how to walk Mm. that feels like such a soft space for me right now because i see the determination that she's putting forward in trying to learn something new that for her is becoming really fun she used to hate it like she's a knee walker she's been walking on her knees for months and just recently, I know it's. I'm like, girl, we need some cocoa butter on those knees because we're about to be in a place where, like, <laughs> we just we just gonna have raw knees. We can't have raw knees. But she is loving the being outside on the sidewalk, and I'm watching her learn something new is bringing me life right now. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for giving me the experience of seeing a small child experience something new for the first time. Um, because you care about that and it's bringing me such delight, um, to walk (sighs) that with her. So that's one. And then there's like great British baking show and like, this is us and shows and art and music that are just get my soul in a space where I feel joy. (laughs) I feel like, Oh, this is easy. You know, I don't Mm. have to exert myself. I don't have to prove myself in this space. I can just witness goodness yeah. on behalf of someone else's art or creation. Um, so those are a few places. And, you know, 
it's it depends on the day but I feel like God's showing me that no matter where I am he's wanting like the psalm says it goodness and mercy shall follow you Mm. all the days of your life Mm. so I am being pursued by goodness and I'm being pursued by mercy and I think this season is as much as the division and the dissension is pronounced right now if we're in a place to stop and really consider that goodness and mercy are chasing after us, we will see it. Yeah. Um, I want to echo GBBO. Yeah, GBBO. Great British Bake Off. And then uh, (laughs) how do we feel about Ted Lasso? Did you watch Ted Lasso? Listen, girl, we don't have the... Listen, in my house, we have lots of... We have the Netflix... We okay. have Hulu. Okay. We have Amazon Prime, but we don't we don't have Apple TV. Oh, I'll give you my password. So Just don't share with anybody. Nobody will know. I'll give you my password. Don't worry. We got this. Nobody will know. You have to watch it. Girl, it's the one that I was trying to watch this show, but we were like, <laughs> I've heard amazing things. I've heard amazing things about this coach oh. man. Who's just bringing hope to the whole world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've watched it just, twice. He's trending right now. I feel like he's like he just the best be. thing. The he whole season, like it's just one season. Yeah, it's ten episodes. I've watched it twice, and oh I, you know gosh. what, girl, I'm gonna start Wait. again tonight. I'm gonna start again tonight. I might do it. I might do it. I don't Third know. time. So good. Here we Third go. Third time's a charm. It is. It is amazing. Yes. Um, first is, of all, are you I just, traditionally like a? Do you binge watch? Are you a binge watcher? Like usual, you know, or is this new? Um, I don't. I fall asleep too early. I wouldn't say I'm a binge watcher, but I I can handle. Okay. I can handle one like thirty minute episode of something. Also, I'm a reader. I, I read a lot, so I want to mm-hmm. have a good hour to read, and then I'll probably, you know, measure out thirty minutes for a show. If my kids go down at eight, I want to kind of be lights out by ten. So I can stew on whatever's going on in the world for that's a solid a, hour. <laughs> you know, that sounds really ideal. And I think I've tried that every day since quarantine and have not accomplished that not one time. So I'm, I'm a little jealous. You know, I'm Would not say saying they're like really, really big reader books. Rest? I'm not saying I'm, I mean, I read Phoebe Robin wrote, I read both of Phoebe Robinson's books from Two Dope Queens. So no judgment, please. And, um... Might have read <laughs> Jessica Simpson's memoir. <laughs> Just might have. Might have devoured it in two days. Might um, have. Busy we are not sure. Also read that one. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm intermixing these mm-hmm. with like Dallas mm-hmm. Willard. So I've got I've got some balance there and a little John Mark Comer. So there's some balance. <laughs> but um, but I love it. I love it. I feel like there's totally a cohort. There's. There's totally a cohort of people that I know, and I think you and I are both in that bucket where we have like this depth of soul where we can devour like Bonhoeffer mm, and St. Yes. Augustine. But then, but then like two seconds later, like I just told you, I made this new playlist and I'm listening to Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I, I listen to Beyonce. So. Like, there's space for that. Yeah. There has to be because I'm, that's my life. Yeah. And it sounds like it's yours, and I love that about you. It's balance, right? Yeah. Come on. It's balance. I think it's balance. It is. Um, Real talk. It I is. saw Beyonce G- and Jay-Z when they were on the run tour, the second one. And I oh, did not put two yes. and two together that it was October in the outdoors. 
Sis, I came up looking like I was ready for the club and I froze my little hiney off till like midnight. Oh, <laughs> and no. it was raining. Oh my gosh. It was like, you did, you I think it was 35 her, degrees. You? What was going through my head? It was in a football stadium. What was I born I yesterday? Know. Who does that? Who Girl, does that? I don't. Everyone had North Face parkas on and I was just there. Consolation for you. <sighs> Shoot. It's hard to focus. That's all I'm trying to say. It was hard to I focus and be any, in the moment. I don't have a- it was too much. It was too much. You needed to layer. I needed to layer. Like, layering is an art. And then we tried to bring yeah, some blankets in, and right. the security guy said no, so we were really up a creek. Okay, it's over. I'm done. I'm mm. going to wrap that up. That baby's got to go to bed. Mm. Where am I seeing God right now? Um, I want, I mean, Ted Lasso, <laughs> clearly. I'm a fan. Yes. Fan. List me on the fan club website. Yes. And... Um, I am really, this is going to sound uh, rather mystical, but just the fall in the Pacific Northwest. I've lived um, in the Seattle area for about 12 Mm. years. um, And just the way the trees, just even outside of my house, uh, the way they're hitting the pavement, and it's so loud and crunchy when they fall. And hearing him in the wind, it is just, it's majestic, Ashley. And I just, I'm like, oh, Lord, you're here. You are present. You Mm. are present. Mm. Um Watching my kids, my little ones, learn to play sports has been really sweet just because they're giving it their all and they're missing the Mm. mark and they have such vigor and energy and they're leaving it quite literally all on the field. Um, My my little man just turned six and we got him a t-ball set uh, during quarantine and we're just out on the grass ripping up our front yard grass, not hiding it in the backyard like we should be from the neighbors. And we live in one of those neighborhoods. Where I think we're the only one who doesn't pay for lawn service because what? I ain't about to drop two hundred bucks a month on lawn service. <laughs> That's not how I live my life, Ashley. Can't do That's it. Right. Won't do it. Don't do it. Uh, don't do it. But much no, to the dismay of the neighbors. Do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so uh, we're out there ripping up the grass as brown as I'll get out, and everyone else is this pristine green. It's so good. I love it, and I know they think it's adorable that our kids are out there. So it's it's all good, but. Um, watching him try to figure out how to run the bases and how many outs and how many runs you need and how many hits each player is allowed. And he's like, okay, so if you just do this next and maybe we should try this and just seeing, seeing him just reason, seeing him attempt to reason his Mm. little world. And this is the world to him, right? Just seeing the world through their eyes. And it's just been a, it's been a beautiful season to remember that, you know, kids, man, kids they just give you so much love whether they're on whether they're knee walkers getting themselves some ashy knees or whether they're running the bases (laughs) Um, it's so beautiful it's so beautiful i'm loving it i really really am it really is oh i'm with you you on the fall um colors here um we every time i go for a walk i pick a leaf that like sticks Mm. out to me and speaks to me and so now i have this collection of leaves like on my desk that just show me and are reminders to me that things change and there's beauty in change and things won't always be this way. Those leaves won't last forever, but we'll see new ones in a new season. And that's been a constant message from the heart of God to me of um, really just encouragement and calling me to endurance and perseverance because he is making something beautiful, even if I can't see it yet. And so I'm totally with you on the changing of seasons and seeing fall play out been such a gift to me too oh that's such a word listeners just this season won't last forever thank you pastor ashley that was just i mm. I, I know that spoke to so many and just stopped them in their tracks it stopped me in mine 
just the idea that this is not forever and endurance is part of the gift right now. It is part of the gift that we can practice and, and know that this is not, won't always be like this. Yeah. 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 That's right. Uh, I would say, um, honestly, where I'm seeing God right now is as the leaves are falling and the foliage is so crisp and bright, I feel like I'm falling in love all over again with the Lord, knowing that he's still as faithful as day one um, with racial unrest, with this pandemic, with sickness, with job loss, um, with just political bullying. I'm just reminded that he's still as faithful as he was on day one when I first said yes, when I first chose to pick up my cross and follow him. And I'm like, wow, this was never a waste. I'm still following the right guy. I'm still going in the right direction. Um, That has been, I think, it's really buoyed me (laughs) when the waves have just been crashing. It's kept me rising to the top of like, nope, he is still faithful. He is still good. Just like you said, goodness and mercy, they're following us. They're following us. I just, I'm so convinced that he's still Mm -hmm. who he says he is. He's still just as good. Amen. Mm. Amen. That's right. He is. And it's they were not the only ones. We are we are living in the wake of generations gone before us who have seen hardship and who have seen unrest, who've seen intimidation and persecution and in many cases like waves of death, destruction. Um and so I am trying to draw on the strength from those who've gone before me in faith. To say that there's actually something on the other side of this that's teaching me more about the character of God and his Mm -hmm. steadfastness and how um, God is unchanging even when we are, even when we um, change for the worse. Um, He is faithful even when we are faithless. And so I feel like as hard as the season has been, as hard as it feels, um, my hope is that it's creating in us this endurance that um, hopefully our babies and generations that come after us will point to and say like, yeah, that was faithful living. That feels that feels like it was faithful even in the midst of, of so much chaos. Yeah. And there's so little that we can control, right? As we, as we talked about, there's so little we can control. So the idea that we'd be faithful with what we can, the choices we can make on our behalf and for our family and for the people in our care, that we would be faithful to not rob them of goodness, not rob them of mercy, not rob them of grace, not rob them of compassion, peace. I think that's just a, again, it's a gift to us in the end. And not that that's the ultimate goal is that we would have all the glory or a chess game where we win, but truly that we would, as you said, just be faithful to this moment. Mm, So good. Ashley, thanks for being my guest co-host. When um, Abercrombie and I were thinking of guest co-hosts, we were like, oh, you were the first person that came to mind. We're like, we want everyone to know this woman. And if you are unfamiliar with Ashley's work, I'm going to link to her book in the show notes. Can we bless her and go get her book? Can we all do that? Because she has a word for us, and it's for this season. It's for this time. And I think when you think of who you want to become in 2021, Ashley can help speak into that. And she can do that in a very practical way in 224 pages for the low cost of however much it costs on Amazon. So we will link to that. And Ashley, <laughs> thanks for joining me. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, Tiff. And Ashley, if you're listening, honey, blessings to you and that sweet baby. We love you. Mm. And then, yes, bye-bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. 
To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.